Welcome to Politics and Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. We are going to have a great show for you today. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Harris County. Good morning, Texas. Good morning, the United States of America. And of course, good morning to the world. We have listeners from all over. Welcome to Politics Done Right. We are going to have a great show. For- Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. For you, we have today, uh, for, for the foreseeable till the election at least, a great person in-house with us. But before we get there, let's throw it to the two geniuses in our control room. Good morning, Jack. Uh, Good morning, Howard. You say that, but we haven't seen any genius around here yet. How are you, Fred? I have. Hey, listen, I wait, wait, wait. I'm going to stop Howard right now. I'm going to tell the entire audience. Okay. No, no. Yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. Yesterday we had a great show, but it's some, it, it teethered on the tip because we had all kinds of transmitter issues, but that one guy in that studio who knows the entire system found a way to make sure that you got politics done right, that you got democracy now that you got you talk because he went out there to make sure that even with all the dire straits it happened that's what happens when you have great folks out there howard that was a great job you did on that yeah thanks Fred. well i well i didn't finish with 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 it though and and jack jack stayed in that studio in that control room and working in tandem with brother howard made it happen. Folks, this is community radio. This is radio that you are the ones responsible for. So when we come out there and say, hey, support the program, this is the kind of people we're talking about. Anyway, I'm throwing it right back to Howard and then Jack. Okay, well, what happened yesterday is the internet uh, went out at the transmitter. So the transmitter actually was okay, and we were transmitting just fine. However, we weren't able to get the stream from the studio to the internet or for through the internet because the internet was not being received and it's still not being received right now. So I've got to go back out there and figure out what's going on. I don't exactly know what to do because I'm not really an engineer. So I'm just out there guessing. And uh, thank God for Jack sitting back here at the studio. Uh, I was sitting there with my laptop in my car with a hotspot on the phone saying, okay, Jack, get ready. And he says, okay, I'm ready. And he took it like a pro. I mean, I, I couldn't have asked for a better job on this side. And uh, if anybody knows how to fix an internet problem at a transmitter, 713-526-5700, extension two. Now, Jack, I believe has some wisdom for us this morning. Go ahead, Jack. Good morning, Nick Berto. Good morning, sir. Okay. Uh, The spin doctors use fear against the people. They tell you there is something wrong with another group, person, or culture to pre-opinionate and pre-prejudice you to them. They're all people just like me and you. They live, they laugh, they love. Don't believe the spin. 
Wow. You know, I like all the pre this and pre that that you brought up, Jack, because that is exactly right. And when we realize that we're all in the same boat together, then we're going to actually make progress. And in in that light, we have a great... Uh, first of all, let me tell you what the program is titled today. The program is titled Neil Aquino on Miller, Ras- Ramaswani using the GOP. Uh, Bash calls out Representative Nancy Grace's hypocrisy. So Neil Aquino will be talking about like Alexandria Miller's a t- a- attorney bailing out on her and quite a bit more. And if we get to it, we're going to talk about Macy's MAGA proclivity that's been exposed in a very civil manner. The way that Dana Bash did it, she did it so effectively that yesterday when I played it on the three o'clock show, uh, one of our one of our listeners said, Egberto, why did you play that? There was no action there. And I'm like, if you thought there was no action there, that is exactly what she did correctly. She was civil in pointing out Get rid of the hypocrisy. So, I mean, it, it was great what she did last night. And then the, the, the third topic, of course, is about Ramaswamy using the GOP. But we may not get to all of those if we don't get to all of those because what Neil Aquino has to talk about and what you may want to call in about is very important. Folks, before we get started, remember 90.1 FM on the dial if you're in the Houston metropolitan area. The Android, I mean, the, the tune in application can be downloaded from the Android or Apple store if you want to listen to it on your phone via an application. Or you can go directly to our kpft.org website and click on listen. listen Listen to the program there, but remember, if you're already there, don't 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 even think about it. Just say, "Hey, I have a few extra ducats in my wallet. I'm going to go ahead and keep this program, this station, on air because why? Because we know we're going to get the unadulterated truth in the programs or our great eclectic music. You can also watch us on Facebook.com/slash KPFT Houston. Again, that is Facebook.com/slash KPFT Houston, where you can see the handsome Neil Aquino sitting right next to me on the screen. You can also uh, go and listen on YouTube where you can see both of us again at politicsdoneright.tv. Again, that is politicsdoneright.tv. Don't forget that you can also get the podcast with all the outtakes and clips at politicsdoneright.com slash podcast. Drop me a line at KPFT at politicsdoneright, KPFT at politicsdoneright. If you don't like the program, if you like the program, if you want me to cover something, we are here for you. Remember, this is your program. That's why every morning you get that newsletter that tells you what the program is about. But do remember that if you call in and change the program, the program is yours. You can always go to the newsletter to see the videos and outtakes that we prepared for you. But anyway, without further ado, Neil Aquino from the Houston Democracy Project is in the house. And I'd like to welcome you once again. It's Thursday. And I told you we want to have this local information, make sure we keep our citizenry aware. Welcome to Politics and Right, Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Houston. Uh, thank you, Egberto, for having me on again. And good morning, everyone in Houston and Texas and across the nation. And I, I like that um, you said that folks could change the program with their calls. I, I, I read an article in the uh, New York Times a couple of days ago about the Webb telescope and how it was changing our theories of the cosmos. And it talked about a universe that could be changed by observation. Uh, I didn't quite understand it, but it, it, your your uh, your 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 talk about the viewer, the listener, or viewer being able to call and change the uh, the topic of the program uh, made made me think of that. I, w- I wish I had some scientific knowledge to back up what I just said. Well, I think um, that's good enough. <laughs> that's good enough. 
trying to draw out the analogy. Um, I'm Neil Aquino. I'm with the Houston Democracy Project. It's at neilaquino.com, N-E-I-L-A-Q-U-I-N-O, neilaquino.com, or you can Google Houston Democracy Project. And the point of the project is to make democracy a top issue in 2023 Houston politics and to help uh, strengthen, organize, inspire pro-democracy coalitions in Houston and Harris County. And the project will be uh, up and running at least through November of 2024, our primaries and, and general elections. So I appreciate the opportunity to be here on Thursdays. And if, if folks have questions about local elections, uh, call in and ask. You know, what is great also, I want to let folks know your political chops in that this is one of the organizers of the uh, of the group that pickets once a week every week on on John Cornyn. John Cornyn, you know, is our state senator, or not our state, our senator to uh, D.C., who's done quite a few things that this group makes aware. How many consecutive weeks have you guys done this? The John Cornyn Houston office protest uh, every Tuesday, 1130 to 1, 5300 Memorial Drive is at 343 weeks um, and counting. And so we're there about Senator Cornyn, but we're there um, most of all to make the point about physically showing up that in addition to voting, want to make sure everyone hears that, um, that in addition to voting, we're going to have to show up physically and non-conventionally for the fights about democracy and white supremacy ahead. And we have, we're at a busy intersection at Memorial and Dietering, and we want, we, we, we have a social media following and we want. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. To set the physical example of showing up um, and, and, and the favorable reactions are always about 20 to 1 positive, but we're there uh, through the heat and the weather and uh, people have thrown softballs at us and eggs and, 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 and charcoal rolled us where you rev up your truck <laughs> and spit the, uh, spit the smoke at us. And, uh, and also, let me uh, at, at the Cornell Memorial in Dietering, please, please observe the red light. Now, let me tell you, folks, the, the reason I, I, I like to have Neil on about having your bodies out there is we have a tendency too often. And, you know, sometimes I hear it online here and I try to give the necessary encouragement for people to be active participant, whether you are here in the Houston metropolitan area, whether you're here in Texas, whether you're here in whatever part of the country or the world. Uh, the the most important part of politics is showing up. And even if you don't like the word politics, politics affects you. Even if you don't participate physically in politics, you are participating in politics. Again, if you are not participating, you are supporting the other side. And when I say the other side, I'm not talking Republican and Democrat. I'm talking about that which you don't necessarily want or agree with. So it's important for us to engage. And and having an example like uh, Brother Aquino here that shows that the, the presence of body 
makes a difference. Mm -hmm. The presence, the presence in the body politic makes sure that you will be respected. And that is what occurs. If uh, uh, politicians do as they please because they know they get away with it. But you know what? Your one vote, and Howard talks about this all of the times, your one vote is no different than the one vote generated by Exxon, the one vote generated by Data General, the one vote gen generated by any major corporation that has the ears of the politician. If the politician was sure that your voice would make a difference, then the lobbyists would not matter because their main purpose is to be elected and uh, it, it's by all means necessary. Anyway, tell us a little bit about what you're here to talk about today, uh, Mr. Aquino. Well, let me, um, so we are going to talk about Melior. Let, let's, let's run on that theme we're talking about, uh, still about showing up. Um, and, and, and that com comes to a little bit of an aspect of the Cornyn protest I wanted to talk to today that's also part of, our, of the democracy plan. Um, so we're there on our, on our corner and uh, someone's paying attention because in the six and a half years we've been there, we've had over, uh, we calculate about 1,300 HPD units watching us. So someone's paying attention. Um, and they're sort of, sort of there to protect us and sort of there to protect the building. And I, I think sort of there for some easy duty, um, you know, behind tinted windows. But um, it, it certainly has caught people's um uh, 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 official attention, and you will see that just the fact of autonomous political action will get the attention of people in power. And the interesting thing about our group is that you know we basically we have the same views as the majority of Houstonians. The majority of, majority of Houstonians didn't vote for Cornyn, um, and and most of our folk, most of our regular crew over the years is it's just just mainstream mainstream Democrats, and they have seen. Um, they have seen that they have to physically show up. So we, there's a man who about five weeks ago threw a softball at us, um, missed me by about a foot and bounced on Memorial Drive. And he came out again last week and started throwing some more things at us. He's up on a fifth floor balcony and, um, and he comes out and we got the, so the police watching us, we, we got the police to talk to the guy. They didn't want to talk to the guy. Um, they didn't want to talk to the guy, but we, we made, we got the police to talk to the guy and they kind of blamed us. They said, yeah, he shouldn't be throwing things, but they blamed us for being a disruptive presence um, uh, there. So they, they turned it around on us and we have a pro bono lawyer who we use. And if you're engaged in in, in a consistent protest action, you should you should try to have access to legal representation. And if you think that these things don't matter to you, uh, to your practice of politics now, let, let me just reemphasize the uh, the majority of our crew probably was Hillary over Bernie. There are these are precinct executives. These are mainstream folks who are just seeing the authoritarian bent of our politics, feel the need to show up um, with an average age in their 60s and 70s. This this uh, lawyer who we used made clear to me that we should fill out an HPD incident report, whether they want it or not. And if HPD won't take it, then we're going to send a letter. Um, and and it's important that you don't let aggressive acts stop you. We had a man who still comes by um, who throws throws things at us and he takes 
the, the hands off of his the wheel and, and, and swears at us and uses words that I don't even use in my mind, frankly. And he threw eggs at us a couple times and it took a year and a half, but we got HPD in the city to prosecute him with a class C misdemeanor. We worked it. And there was some concern, well, what if he comes with a gun or um, this is a pain, this is a hassle, but don't let people, um, the right uses violence, uses intimidation, and they'll use it against the most moderate group of people, which in many ways the court and protest is. Your, your protest this, is definitely a moderate protest. It is a moderate, at, at this, right, right. It's moderate in that, um, it's almost conservative in that. We just want to have free elections and we want to exercise our First Amendment rights. This is uh, Neil, I want to stop you for a second there because I don't want to gloss over something that you said that is a very, a very much a, a very important. Neil pointed out that there is a person throwing softballs from and Johnny, I'm coming to you in a minute. There's a person throwing softballs at this moderate legal protest and the law enforcement, the police officers comes and blames the protesters for somebody effecting violence on them. Second, yes. there is a person throwing eggs at this moderate protesting group, and the police officers do nothing until they get a lawyer and force a misdemeanor charge. I want to equate that to MAGA and the MAGA folks that were arrested finally and thrown in jail. If you notice, mm. once you went ahead and the law enforcement did its job, what it does is it mitigates further action. Donald Trump has been calling out on all his people to come out and protest as he is being indicted from state to state. Notice the crowds aren't there. The crowds are not there because law enforcement, something that the Republican Party used to stand for, because law enforcement placed hundreds of these people who broke the law in jail, others are now fearful to come out and break the law on behalf of Donald Trump. I want folks to understand that there is your your small protest compared to, let's say, a, a Trump rally, simply mm -hmm. making sure that law enforcement occurs, it saves lives, and it also ensures the peace. I needed to reiterate that. Come on in again. Uh, before, I tell you what, let's drop this and bring Johnny into the conversation and then we'll continue. Come on in, Johnny. First of all, Alberto, I want to thank you for starting out the show, thanking and pointing out for the benefit of the listeners out there. A lot of us listening out here don't necessarily always know, have an idea that there's something technical challenging, challenging you guys in real time. And you guys to manage to pull it off most of the well time. i mean johnny uh, you see i i mean i, I kind of force the issue because howard is uh too damn humble uh for given the amount of work that he get to, to keep this stuff on here i mean he makes stuff look easy but this is not easy this is this is being intuitive and being able to do the damn stuff that you got to get done and i think it is oh, important Lord. for pe i think it is important for people to know what's actually going on in a small radio station that they support that they build, that no, there's a lot of stuff happening and a lot of people making sure that things happen. So thank you for noting that, Johnny. Continue, please. I agree with that. Before I make my, my question to your guest, I want to continue with this first point, that uh, Howard 
you've got to realize that we all, on our side of the aisle, we don't tout our horn enough. And as much as I dislike Joe Biden, and he, and I know Joe Biden doesn't, doesn't represent Johnny, <laughs> and he doesn't listen to Johnny, and he doesn't follow any of Johnny's policy points, still, Joe Biden and his surrogates, they don't tout the horn enough. Donald Trump, he signs one check with a gigantic uh, life support cardiac signature, and that's a big deal. Even though it's not his money, he didn't spend his money for the American people. That's taxpayer money that he signed a check. Remember that relief check, $300? Yes, yes, I do. Big deal. They go overboard on the other side, and we, on the extreme on our side, zero, zip nada in comparison. Right. And I want to segue that to my question for your guest. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes, Just, I can. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I like, I love the idea, actually, that you guys have enough volunteers to show up on a regular basis like clockwork. There's a disadvantage to that. Obviously, you guys have already figured that out because you guys uh, telegraph your moves, so to speak, to use a boxing analogy. They, they know. These haters know. On their way to work every day, they, they realize who these people are they see standing out there, those damn liberals. Even though you've already admitted that a lot of these folks are in their 60s and 70s, and they're Hillary supporters, centrist Democrats, rather than uh, far left-wingers like myself. So they hate on you guys. They see us all. They, they paint us all with all the same broad brush, and then they think they've got the right to throw softballs and eggs and stuff. And I am so glad that you pursue the legal action against the guy throwing the eggs. Because if you don't put these people in check, guess what? The next time it is going to be a gun. That's that's the reality that we're living with when we have people who are dumbed down by their uh, down, down dumb public education system that Republicans have been undermining and micromanaging since I was a kid. And now our public school education is on life support. Our UPS has been made, our United States Postal Service has been turned into a quasi-private business that has to turn profits. I have to, every time I send my monthly uh, money order to the credit card company, every month I show up and they're charging five, ten, twenty cents more for the money order. It's up to two dollars now when it was a dollar and fifteen not too long ago. That's Lewis DeJoy. That Republican in charge of the of the UPS. Unfortunately, Johnny. Unfortunately, Johnny. There there are too many complicits in the Democratic side. The truth of the matter is, if we really wanted to get rid of the joy, there were there were mechanisms that we could have used to get rid of the joy. So, in as much as you know, we 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 thank the president for doing some good work with uh, working with the progressives on the um, on the IRA, which is a is build back better on a minute version of Build Back Better, as well as on the infrastructure project, which really is a panacea for the corporate state. Um, we need to uh, have more strength behind the things that we need, need to get done. Because again, you're correct. If we don't be careful, they will try to turn the post office into a profit center, which it's not supposed to be. It is supposed to be a way that Americans can keep in touch with Americans. And yes, we have the internet now, but still that particular agency needs to adopt new technologies to make it easier for Americans to be in touch with Americans. That is what it's all about. Continue, my brother. My question for Mr. Aquino, given that you guys, I'm guessing, you correct me if I'm wrong, 
I'm guessing you guys could use a whole lot more volunteers, especially from different ages and younger, high school age and college age people, uh, when they have spare time, when they're not going to, uh, to school and work and studying and doing their homework and stuff, and the older folks who are starting their families. I know this is a challenge. But what do you think of the strategy of also having a group of volunteers who are dedicated to presenting an asymmetrical response? In other words, not the same predictable time and the same predictable day of the week every week where you become targets, but in addition to the supplement, you have another group of volunteers who show up unannounced. Uh, times when uh, the youth car salesman, John Cornyn, doesn't know when these other people are going to show up and what they're going to be up to. What kind of rackly moves are they going to make? Uh, do you have the ability to have enough volunteers to fill that function? Um, not to my knowledge. Um, let me tell you, it takes a lot to... Well, let me, let me first, for your first point, I was a community radio uh, programmer about 30 years ago, and I'm still Facebook friends with Eric and Mark, who were the two engineers. Um, at WAIF 88.3 Cincinnati, Ohio. And so they were, they were wizards and you'd have a problem and you could, we could call them nine or 10 in the evening and say, you know, uh, something's, something's not working. So thank you to the technical staff. And I remember uh, their help uh, from 35 years ago, making sure that the broadcast went out. Um, a, a second crew, you know, um, it takes a lot to sustain the first crew. Um, and I'm not, um, I'd love, we talk about, you know, we keep, we keep, we, we'll have 15 folks and we'll, we'll, we'll say, boy, I sure wish it was 15,000. And I think someday it will be 15,000. I think I, I, I picture someday a great March for down Memorial drive, down to the gallery or something. Um, but I know uh, it is hard to find. Uh, Johnny, let me let me interject here because I think this what you just said is important and uh, and it kind of ties in with something that Eric says on 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 uh, on the chat here. Eric says that um, people don't all act the same by nature. You know, some people don't have that. They don't want to go out there and be the activists by nature. Most people aren't yeah. actually. And the other thing that I think is implied by what Eric says is for those who want to do that, Neil uh, Aquino and and the crew that, that runs with him, that is great. That is one form of action. Now, you, Johnny, you brought up another form of action that doesn't have to have anything to do with Neil Aquino and the Democracy Project. If somebody is sufficiently perturbed with the bad stuff that Cornyn is doing, supporting the president by having, I mean, the, the governor by having the killer buoys in the in the Rio Grande River, uh, they, they go out there. They don't have to be in coordination with uh, Neil Aquino, that's the great thing about democracy. So your idea about people just going out and doing that, Johnny, the mere fact that you said that on air may give the impetus for somebody else to go out and say, you know what, today I feel it. And it's not it's not the constancy that Neil Aquino has, but I am going to go out there and do something in the body politic. I'm going to go with a sign. Me, myself, and I, I tell you what, you know, we did here in Kingwood, a very conservative town. Uh, a few of us got together and created Occupy Kingwood. And we stayed on the corner of West Lake Houston and Kingwood Drive. And we did it for 52 consecutive weeks. Okay? 52. Uh, there were, I remember there was one day. It was thunder storming 
And my wife is like, you're not going out today, right? And I'm like, nope, I have to be out there. I was one of the, I, I documented it as well as I was one of the organizers for it. And I said, somebody has to be there in case somebody shows up. And I went out there and I asked her to come and fill me with the sign with magic markers, it's storming, it's raining, and the magic marker stuff is running with us talking about the things that we stood for. And believe it or not, as the morning went along, people started to show up in the rain. Yeah. The idea being, you can always be involved, but it starts with you. Anyway, Johnny, thank you so kindly for calling. As usual, always have something of interest to say. If you have anything, real short, 10 seconds, so we can continue with the program. Yeah, I do. I do. My my asymmetrical action, whether or not Mr. T knows, well, he knows it now because I'm about to tell you. I am a thorn in the side, a voicemail thorn in the side of not only John the used car salesman Cornyn, but a whole bunch of Republicans in the Senate and the House. I constantly make nasty, insulting, angry, and sometimes taunting, funny voicemail messages. Sometimes I get, I get lucky and a staff person picks up and I have a little discussion if he's if he Well, Johnny, I'm going to I'm going to I'm I'm going to cut the mayor out for now and say thank you and not only that but you are doing your part. And uh, again, you are doing your part. Thank you very You know what Joan Bloomberg went through when she started by herself, right. right? You have a good one, my brother. We talk later, okay? All right. Uh, um come on in, Aquino. Let me make two points about um, so that conversation and thank you for the call. Um, point, pointing out the caller says, you know, that he's to the left of um, Biden. And, 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 and let me I, I don't want to I don't want to neglect our, our crew who is to the left of Biden. But I just want to point out that we elected Joe Biden. We were asked, you know, by Congressman Clyburn and, and, and back three years ago, we elected this ultimate establishment. Um, I'm not using the word pejoratively in this case. We elected. This 45-year uh, a senator and vice president, uh, a, 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 a moderate, uh, a, the epitome of, of Washington, and still the right is calling him uh, communist and, and socialist and every name in the book. So if you think these things aren't relevant to you or that you might someday need to be on the street or whatever the action is, um, um, it's coming for you. Um, as well, just as it came as far as reference for our school board. Um, and then secondly, Egberto's point about whatever my father used to use, we'd go to the racetrack and he'd use the term uh, horses for their courses. So some horses ran at a distance, some ran in the mud, some were sprinters. So whatever the right action is for you um, is the right action. Um, so whether that's on the street or whether that's volunteering or whether that is making phone uh, calls. What's that? No, I said making phone calls as Johnny said he does. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever that, sure, yeah, whatever that right course is for you um, is the right course. So I'm suggesting, you know, a course of action um, being on the corner, 1130 to 1, 5300 Memorial Drive um, every Tuesday. And, and, and people who show up for just once or twice, we have a regular crew, an intermittent crew, and folks who turn up out of the blue. A young lady brought us some uh, Gatorade. Uh, two weeks ago, um, uh, just out of the blue. I mean, we made sure it was sealed real, real tight. And, uh, you know, but, um, <laughs> uh, uh, we, 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 when, when people brought us stuff, we kind of eye it. But um, 
whatever you're doing, you know, whatever you're doing is right. And what you're doing and you can do more than one type of thing. And and you may feel uh, pressed to act in some different way as circumstances change. But I think it's important. I, I think I think it's a great point that we've been on, because sometimes people will hear about a a street action that I'm talking about, which which does require some privilege. It requires that ability to be there. Um, consistently requires the help. I, uh, I want to stop you there because you've made a very important point right there. Um, I, I, I mean, I think it's more important that many would, would see. Not everybody has the privilege to be able to get on the streets at two in the afternoon, at one in the afternoon, at 11 in the morning, up to whatever time it is that you guys perform. And that is why it is so important that those who participate themselves uh, have the knowledge of not only the privilege that they have to do that, but the privilege to represent those who can't be there. Because the mere fact that they can be there likely speaks to uh, that they are not in the condition of many others. And they have to be cognizant of that so that what they represent is not only what who they are, but th- those others that they're representing. Uh, that's an important uh, point that you brought up there, Neil. Yeah, we're, and we're very cognizant of others who are representing. And, you know, we have uh, we have some of the same folks who honk us. And again, the, the positive honks are uh, and the positive responses, the thumbs up. There's a traffic light where if you're there, you're stuck for four minutes. Um, um, but representing others is something we're very, and when, you know, we have no exit strategy, uh, regretfully, I guess, um, because we don't see this, this circumstance ending. So we're, we're cognizant of people who on social media or on, uh, uh, driving by, uh, um, are, are looking for us and, uh, we're cognizant of that, um, of that responsibility. Okay. Let's go ahead and bring in Teresa into the conversation. Teresa, come on in. Hi, Gerardo. How you doing? Good morning, ma'am. I was wondering about legislation that is passed in Texas. I noticed, like when when um, the former president uh, took took office, there were several demonstrations. There were three that I can think of right away, and they were very well attended. But I'm wondering if since that happened, if the cost of having a, a demonstration or a public march is maybe being cost prohibitive. I know they need to put up porta potties and they need to block off streets and such, but I'm wondering, um, are they, uh, is the, are the powers that be making it too difficult for people to actually hold an event for people just for you to see a body of people that feels uh, angry or you know wants wants to implement change mm-hmm. or make make a statement. Um, so I'm just wondering if if uh, Neil you know has any information about uh, what's been passed uh, on in Texas about coming after people or threatening people that come out for peaceful demonstrations. Neil. Okay, so that's a that's a great question and a relevant question this week. So, um, what you're referencing, maybe, and I'm not, I don't want to put your 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 words, your thoughts in your mouth, but what you're referencing, maybe, initially, was were the big women's march. It was a huge women's march here in Houston uh, at, at the time of the initial women's march in January of 2021, and that's a yeah. big, big, 
big logistical um, effort. And there have been other marches. There was a second women's march. And then there was the big, um, the 60,000 person George Floyd march uh, during the pandemic. Um, um, that was what was huge and and was policed like a like a like a like a, a camp or um, or a fortress. Um, those things are uh, difficult to um, to organize. Um, I've never really I've never organized at that scale. And very frequently when they get that large, they are, um, for example, that George Floyd march was officially sanctioned by Mayor Turner and Mayor Turner and Chief Acevedo. Um, kind of use that march actually to to temper down uh, public anger um, about George Floyd or the public response. And I'm not saying that positively. It was good that the march was peaceful, um, although there's no reason to expect that it wouldn't have been. Um, but they used that then to sort of um, focus the response to a fairly muted city response to the police issues brought up. So th- those big marches are are rare. And and difficult. I want to I want to make the point also, though. um, So a second point, I'll make three that the First Amendment itself is your permit. Um, So we have no permit. Sometimes people will think that we have a uh, a permit, Um, but we are on the sidewalk at Memorial and Dietering. And, you know, there's no infrastructure to that. Um, And people people will assume that there's some legal barrier to you protesting uh, and there's not. You can go to City Hall um, and and have a protest. Now, if, if you I remember one time there was an event, the Houston, um, uh, the Sunrise, the Sunrise kids, the climate, the climate activists, they wanted to have a march or an event at City Hall. And there was a gingerbread festival. It was near Christmas. So they, you know, they had to go across the street to Tranquility Park. But I want to make clear that there is no legal inhibition to you having a protest. The First Amendment is your permit. And then the third point, and and please pay attention to the indictments by the state of Georgia in the cop city. Um, There were indictments and cops, um, the protesters for the police training facility in Atlanta. Um, So the the caller asked, what are the laws? Um, They are using RICO from the same place, the um, where the George, where the Donald Trump indictments are coming from, a criminal conspiracy. They're using RICO laws to involve all of these people who, in some cases, apparently just handed out flyers or may have used derogatory terms towards police. These were not people who were destroying property. Um, and these RICO, they are talking about people who were engaged in mutual aid submitting to bail funds. There have been bail funds here. After the George Floyd protests, there were bail funds. Um, and, and this is why I keep saying, if you think this doesn't pertain to you, um, it does. It's not difficult to envision a circumstance where no. the legislature doesn't have Ted Cruz losing. Doesn't This is all really relevant uh, um, to each of us. And, and they are working, words like they are nebulous, but but forces within the state are working to make 
protest difficult. And it's not only, let me just point this out to this uh, uh, before I come back to you. It's, this is not only a Republican thing, okay? Because right now we have Foods Not Bomb that's doing some very good work in Houston. And they're, they're using, giving these people tickets as a way to shut that down. We have a city with a huge homeless population, a huge hungry population. And instead of the city spending its money to really aid in that regards, they are throwing uh, uh, tickets in the amounts of thousands and thousands of dollars against foods, not bombs. Uh, Houston Peace and Justice Center is doing some work in helping these guys fund these tickets. They had a, a short win uh, in 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 uh, the courts recently. But again, uh, Mayor Turner and others continue to prosecute and persecute these people that are doing good things on the false premise that somehow it's going to affect the, the library. But of course, these people are out there when the library is closed. So we are going to have to take our own streets back, our own city back and stop allowing those uh, that 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 simply are there to make life comfortable for those who have it easy and not protect all of us. Uh, Alistair Waters, welcome to Politics Done Right on the Internet, as well as Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain. Welcome to Politics Done Right. Teres, anything else you want to ask real quick before we move on? No, I just, I just think that we need to pay a little bit more attention to what people are doing in Austin uh, to kind of squelch or, you know, repress any, any opportunities. I, I know that somebody last year wanted to help organize some sort of demonstration. I don't know if last year or the year before, but, but it was very, very expensive. To, to do something like that. And that might be the way that they stop that. You know? Now, if it's organized, Teresa, if it's organized, you have to follow all these rules, right? But if it's loosely organized, it's free speech, as Neil spoke about. Now, if it's organized, there's all these ordinances that you have to go through, which in your case, we need to do something about that to, to, to ensure that our politicians don't create ordinances that limits people from being able to act as a group. Go ahead, Neil. I saw you wanted to say something. Let me, let me, let me, um, so, so, Teresa, and let me let me make sure. Um, so, something you could be referencing: there were um, aggressive actions by the department, the DPS um, troops. Those are the same troops that John Whitmire wants to be policing the streets of Houston. The DPS troops were very super aggressive with trans people um, in the Capitol building. So, um, and there, and 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 to get those folks or any folks to the Capitol building require, can require buses. And, and an infrastructure. Also, there have been laws, and I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know if Texas has enacted it, but I sure do think about it. I, I know that Florida has enacted some of those, so that 10 of us are having a protest and someone breaks a window or someone we don't know comes and breaks a window for whatever reason, or we're perceived as doing something. And they're using these RICO laws, and this has been discussed in Texas. The, all 10 of you are guilty of a felony. Um, so that may be something you're referencing. And I'm sorry, I don't have the specific answer. I don't, I don't know if that passed, but I want, I want to make sure I address. Actually, your, your Florida, I don't know if it's, it's what you're talking about, but Florida 
has laws similar to that right now. Uh, and these are all things yeah. to hold back on protesting, uh, yes. uh, on protests. So, I mean, we have to be careful with that. Anyway, Neil, we're, we're, we're uh, you wanted to say something about Miller. Let's get into that because we don't have a whole lot of time here. And by the way, folks, you can so, give uh, us a call at 713-526-5738. 713-526-5738. Extension number two gets you on air right away. Come on in, Neil. So uh, about a week ago, you know, so there are 20 lawsuits still moving through the Texas courts uh, that would undo 20 election results here in Harris County um, and cause a redo of the elections. That's what's being sought by defeated Republicans. You may have heard the first case was heard a few weeks ago between um, Aaron Lunsford, a defeated judge, and Tamika Kraft, the woman who beat her. And, and they're trying to undo it. And the judge a retired Republican who seems like a decent person will be issuing his ruling in a couple of weeks. That issue was that trial went first because it was further along in discovery because it had been filed earlier. The other 20 cases um, will be heard by Judge, uh, Judge Peoples in September or October in one trial or two. And there are pre-trial hearings that I've been watching um, um, that are available to the public. Melior. Alexander Miller, who lost by 18,000 votes, uh, had an attorney, um, Elizabeth Alvarez, who um, I couldn't tell if Alvarez had fired Miller or they had come come to um, come at odds. But Miller, um, Alvarez no longer represents Miller because Alvarez said that Miller was alleging fraud and, uh, the, and and Alvarez wasn't seeing the fraud. So. Um, the, the, there, there, there's this 18,000 vote margin. Miller initially was saying that we're just talking about irregularities in the voting. Um, then she started going down a further, harder right. Um, so you, you might remember her signs. Uh, they were all over those green and white signs for her, for Miller. They're all over the county. She has changed the design of those signs, uh, at least digitally. Uh, I haven't seen one physically digitally. And they now say, Melior, hold Harris County, hold Texas. Right now, so who are they holding it from? You know, the, the majority of, of voters who keep voting Democratic. Um, it's not, and, 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 and so she continues to be out there with Mattress Mac and pushing this line. But apparently she went too far even for her own Republican attorney. And the Republican attorney uh, said um, about the fraud, um, if she had requested such uh, during the course of representation, meaning talking about fraud, we would have referred her out to another lawyer. So there you have a lawyer who's still involved with these cases, and the Texas Supreme Court is a lousy place, and that's where these cases are headed, but who has is, doesn't want to hear that there was fraud, and we keep hearing over and over and over uh, that there was that there well, was fraud. This is a so new this like, is a new Republican tactic. First of all, anybody who thinks that uh, that a, a Republican in Harris County has the advantage, has to be dreaming. Even in a tight election, probability and statistics tell you that a Democrat is likely to win in Harris County. Harris County is a dark blue county, just like is Travis County, just like is Beer County, just like is uh, uh, El Paso. Okay, let's be clear here. Uh, these are these are blue holdouts. Uh, no matter what the rest of Texas is, that's who we are. 
and to come into this place and try to make it otherwise. And then uh, it is undemocratic what they're doing, but it's not only being done here in um, in Texas. It's being done all over where Republicans decide they are going to challenge winners. In other words, if they lost the race, they don't accept that they lost the race and they continue to fight for the race. It's, it, it's, it's a standard autocratic, fascistic move. And we just have to make people be aware of it, number one. And number two, we have to make sure that people come out and vote every single election, whether it is school board, whether it is uh, whatever board it is, whatever election it is, you have to make your vote heard. Otherwise, these guys will continue with the bullying as trying to take over your democracy. And it's something that cannot be allowed. So, Neil, the, the fact that this attorney saw the light and many others are seeing it. Many of the folks who have left the either left the Republican Party or put themselves on hold because they understand what's going on is not democracy. You know, right. that's where we're at. We have to get serious about this. All right, Neil, um, what else do you have here for uh, Houston politics, which actually is reflected? This is a bellwether. Harris County is a bellwether county. So what happens in Harris County is something that's reflected throughout the country. That, that's right. And, um, and 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 there are Republican narratives out there to get to back to that whole text, hold Harris County, hold Texas theme. There are Republican narratives out there that if they lose Texas, um, that they won't be able to win presidential elections. And I that's have a seen, fact. And I things other than look at, at, at Twitter. I have I have I have a full life outside of this. But you will see people drawing the line that if we lose Texas, we'll lose the United States and we'll lose the Western world. You've got you've got these people sitting sitting around, you know, equating what happens in Harris County with the fate of the entire conservative movement. And once you once you're, you know, a not very nice person to begin with and you create that rationale, you're you'll do anything. You'll make any claim. You'll 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 engage in any act. Um, I want to talk about the Houston Democracy Project. One of the things I'm seeking to do is get candidates to add democracy, municipal Houston City Council candidates to add democracy to their website. Um, and this speaks to the power of the average citizen um, um, albeit privileged in many respects, but individual folks can make a difference. So I've had one-on-one -on -one conversations with members of council, and I've gotten four Houston City Council candidates, um, um, Ivan Santos in District uh, J, right. Obes Nabara in at two, Conchita Reyes in at-large one, and Danelle Cooper in at-large three to add language. Ethan Michelle Gons uh, running in at-large three, actually use that language on their own um, to their credit. So there are five at least municipal candidates. If you go to their website, they are, and, and this doesn't inhibit uh, them from talking about flooding. They can talk about crime. But democracy is about, important. Yeah. And they want, right. Yeah. All right, but Neil, I got a call. I got a call that I, I, I need to right. go ahead and take. But before I go on to Brian, I want to uh, tell uh, the, the audience online that is asking about Lee, uh, about Lina Hidalgo resigning. She has no intentions of resigning. Lina Hidalgo is our county commissioner and will remain our county commissioner. She's on a leave of absence, just uh, something that she uh, deserves or anybody in her, uh, uh, as, as she does, deserve it, period. Period. So get it out of the air. Lena Hidalgo will be back. Come on in, Brian. 
Yeah, I would like to talk about election denial. Sure, go ahead. Like Stacey Abrams, has, yeah, has Stacey Abrams ever uh, conceded uh, that she lost? She no, conceded. She, she con no, no, no. Hold one second. Uh, uh, this is a fact-based show. Wait a minute, sir. Brian, uh, you asked the question. I'll answer it, and then you can continue to talk. Did she ever concede the election? She came on air and said, this guy got more votes. As her complaint was, this guy was the Secretary of State as he ran for governor, which means he had control of how the election was run. That is like saying, I am running for a position, but I'm controlling how the votes are counted. That has never occurred specifically in these other states where you have the person controlling the election is also running. And you, Brian, basic, given that I've heard you talk before, you would have been complaining if a Democrat was a secretary of state controlling the election as they ran for governor, let's be honest. This is the honesty zone here. Continue, my friend. Okay. Uh, 2016, who denied the, the presidential election? In 2000, yeah, wait a minute. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's put it into the, let's not try to make things the same though, my friend. Hillary, the day after conceded, uh, you asked the question, I'm answering it, sir. Uh, Hillary Clinton uh, at first did not, uh, you know, she waited for the numbers to come in. And when it was absolutely sure that she lost, she conceded the election. She wasn't happy about it, but she conceded. Donald Trump has yet to concede the election. So let's talk apples, apples, and let's simply speak the truth. Continue, my friend. Okay, and then who came up with Russian collusion? Collusion, Russia, Russia, Russia. They denied him every single right as the presidency. Now he's not my president. He's not my president. What was the Mueller report? Okay, let's stop right there again. There, there, there is the interpretation of the Mueller report as was done by Barr, who himself came out against his own interpretation of the result. He lost the, uh, he, he came out and, and everyone as well, including Barr, will tell you categorically that the Russia was involved in our election, but they've always been involved in our election. But again, more so for Donald Trump. It's not a, it's not up for questioning. We know where the ads came from. We know where the manipulations came from. And it's also within the report that you just mentioned. Barr simply didn't talk about it when he gave that initial report. But it is in the report. If you care to read the report about what Russia, the role Russia played, don't listen to Fox News. Go read it yourself. If you'd like, I'll find you the passages for you. Go ahead. Continue, my friend. I don't listen to Fox News. I don't listen to Fox News. Well, well, you're listening to some, my dear friend. You're listening to somebody that's giving you bad information if you didn't read the report because I did. Okay. The Durham report. Yes. What, have you read it? Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's that's what I, I've just told you. My brother has the information that says Russia was involved in the election. It's in that report. The reason they didn't address... I, 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 look, sir, did you read the report, sir? 
No, I did not. Okay, stop right there. I just told you I read the report, and I told you there are instances where they mention about what Russia's involvement is, and not only that, they mention what Trump involvement with, but they could not tr- touch Trump because t- Trump at the time was the president. All of that is in the report, sir. Okay. So now, yeah, well, I'm going to need to go one other thing. Uh, yes, sir. Hadab, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let me see. During the beginning or middle of the uh, COVID uh, response? Yes, sir. Did you give about $11 million to one of her friends that only had a post office box? Yes. And she's under indictment for that right now? Uh, not, not, not really. Let, let, let's get some explanations here, okay? It, it, it is. I find it interesting, right? Nila, Lina Hidalgo awards an eleven million dollar tr- uh, contract to somebody she knows, and it's an issue. Our our governor allocates billions to people he knows, and it's not an issue. I, 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 I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Wait, hold, hold on, Brian. Neil wants to get into the conversation. Neil, come on in. Not under indictment. Yeah, she's not. We know that. Yeah. Thank you. Continue, her Brian. Her staff is under indictment. That is that's, correct. That's correct, but that's not Lena. Okay. You mean her staff just took it upon herself to, to do that? Well, let me... let Should have been reported to uh, Methodist, Kelsey Sebo, anyone. But if she awarded that contract to one of her friends that only has a post office box. You don't um, I'll just say, go ahead. Go ahead, Neil. It has been clear that she she believes that it's a um, um, a political prosecution. She has said that it's a political prosecution with Kim Og, um, who has a strong primary challenger. Kim Og, our district attorney. So that has been the contention uh, from 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 Lena's side that it's a politically motivated prosecution. Okay, Kim, I- Kim Og. Hey, let me tell you, Brian. I, I, Brian, I, I, I want to get everybody in, but I'm, I mean, I think you, you, you made a lot of the points that you want to make. Let me just say that I think I did a good job in correcting some of your points. And with regards to Lena, we'll have to discuss that another day. But I need to bring Cody into the conversation. Cody, I'm sorry, you're only going to get 30 seconds. Come on in, Cody. Oh, that's fine. I don't need much time. Um, I just wanted to add to the previous caller's statement about uh, Hillary Clinton uh, denying the 2016 election results. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It was actually Trump who denied the 2016 election results because he couldn't accept the fact that he lost the popular vote. And wow. <laughs> find election fraud and had to disband the committee when they couldn't find the fraud. Exactly. Thank you for reminding me about that specific part. Cody, but Cody, thank you so call for uh, kindly for calling in. We'll talk uh, tomorrow or some other time that you call in. Anyway, Neil, give me a fifteen second closer, just ten seconds actually. Thanks for allowing me to be here. The Houston Democracy Project. You can Google it, Houston Democracy Project. Neil Aquino. Dot com. Wherever you are locally, you can make it. Thank different. you. I uh, go ahead. Uh, back to the control room, real quick. Oh, have a great show. Have a good day. All right. If you're protesting, wear a helmet and bright old clothes. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Unright, and you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out. 
spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.